This is Rob Russell with Black Laces, and today we're taking a look at the comparison of Jeff Saturday with the Indianapolis Colts and Steve Wilkes of the Carolina Panthers. Both were interim coaches hired this year. Uh, Jeff Saturday has won one game. It's been a complete abomination. When he took over the job, the Ursay family decided to go with uh, Jeff Saturday. They took him off the street, no coaching experience. Did they interview Dwight Freeney, the Hall of Famer, should be a Colts player, or Marvin Harrison? Probably not. I've already discussed that. Big problem. No problem taking a, a player off the street. They played in the NFL, but did you not interview uh, like kind, and that would be a Marvin Harrison or a Dwight Freeney. We know that uh, Jeff Saturday is more qualified than a Steve Belichick or a Nathaniel Hackett or Shanahan's son. The list is on Rex Ryan, people that actually played in the NFL uh, versus uh, rugby players, Steve Belichick, Andy Reid's bloated son. But that's another day, another story. And uh, the Carolina Panthers hired uh, Steve Wilkes, the owner, David Tepper, went with uh, Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes has won five games. He took over a complete dumpster fire. Uh, which situation was worse, the Indianapolis Colts or the Carolina Panthers? Well, the Carolina Panthers were had no quarterback, they traded their star receiver, and when you start trading players, the locker room quits. As you all know, Matt Rule left them 1-4. That team could have gone 1-16. And, and you would not blame the interim coach. But the fact is that uh, Wilkes went to uh, a game last week against Tampa to make the playoffs. That is an extraordinary uh, coaching acumen skill set that he showed that would serve any NFL franchise well. And if you look at uh, the Colts, they were uh, that Jeff Saturday won his opening game, then he lost them all. The Colts had more talent. Anyone would say that the Colts had much more talent than the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Bill Cower has spoken up about Steve Wilkes. He's a Hall of Fame coach. He knows something about the NFL. And he says, wow, what a job he's done. And I can assure you that if um, uh, Jeff Saturday won three games, he would be the next coach, permanent coach of the Indianapolis coach. Uh, Steve Wilkes, will he get that from David Tepper? Tepper, billionaire. He works at Goldman Sachs. The first order of business was he when he took over the team he purchased them for 2 billion he fired Ron Rivera and he hired a black man as an interim coach uh bravo uh Perry Fowell lasted four games and of course he didn't win a game who can win a game as an interim coach it's a complete fire it's a katrina if you will and uh, he then hires Matt Rule 70 million dollars makes him the second, third highest paid coach, never coached in the NFL. But that white man, like another white man, really played out there. 
And uh, so now he fires him. They're one in four. He hasn't live, lived up to the billing. A plus job. In the papers, uh, it has been reported that Dave Tepper is going to look for a new coach. It is completely foolish. It is completely shameful that you are given the opportunity uh, as an interim coach. And if you get your team in the position to make the playoffs, which he did, I'll bet uh, six and eight or whatever it is that uh, division is. It's a wreck with the Buccaneers. But anyway, he got him there. And uh, David Tepper's going to hire a Jim Harbaugh, or he's going to hire a, you can rest assured, a white guy. He will not hire a black guy. But he has covered all the bases. Give the black man an interim coach label, and he can say, well, I've hired two black head coaches uh, yeah, at the interim level. But I want you to look at that comparison of the Colts, the Ursi family with Jeff Saturday and Steve Wilkes. That is where records matter. White people do not want a quota system because all of them say, well, I joined the fire department and, and I, or I didn't get on the fire department because they needed a woman. They needed that one black person and I didn't get the job. This is sports are a great example for why corporate America is not going to hire black people because it doesn't have records. It doesn't have the media. It doesn't have videotape. But we have videotape. We have records of Steve Wilkes versus Jeff Saturday. It still does not matter. I've said it before and I'll say it again. There have been 500 NFL plus white head coaches. About 30 of them have gone to the Super Bowl, taken the team to the Super Bowl. There's been 16 full-time black head coaches and four of them, that's 25%, an outstanding record, have gone to the Super Bowl. So you would think that winning does matter. When Tony Dungy and Lovey Smith posted that incredible 27-5 and year, they were not duplicated, saying, give me your assistant coaches or try the uh, black coach, because it wins. But if it's the Sean McVay, we're going to copycat that. The guy that got him coffee at Starbucks, we're going to hire him because Sean McVay... And the Kyle Shanahan tree, it's won so much that we've got a copycat it. The NFL has been a copycat league, except for black head coaches. Anyone that saw Tony Dungy, Lovey Smith, 15 years ago, you would say that should be replicated. That 27-5, and five, the most gaudy of record. It did not matter. White men, owners, aren't going to look at that. So you're going to look at, in the, in the next two weeks, David Tepper not hiring Steve Wilkes, and you're going to look at the Ursay family giving every opportunity to come back with Jeff Saturday. And that's what I'm asking you to do is look at things outside your little comfort zone and ask the question, are you seeing the very best? There was a uh, Boston sports uh, show that had on Albert, Burt Breer, uh, an NFL uh sports guy that covers the NFL in depth and he was asked the question why isn't there diversity in coaching and this poor soul came up with its economics what what a black person isn't going to want to take an internship 
or a low-paying job, and he compared it to maybe they could go out and sell insurance. Isn't that funny? Did Steve Belichick, did economics his first job, or Andy Reid's son, or Nathaniel Hackett? Does he realize that black players have given their whole life to that opportunity to make the three million? They practiced every day in high school and college for no money for that dream and to get themselves into the NFL. But he's now saying that it's economics that we don't have black head coaches. What a foolish and dumb statement that they wouldn't want the job. But Nerve Turner's son, uh, Rex Ryan, his father was a coach, Bill Belichick's son, Kyle Shanahan, they were all, economics didn't play any part, or the Patriots player personnel growing. His father was in the NFL. Their list is on and on. You don't think that Jerry Rice, his son, deserves to be in the NFL? What about Emmett Smith? Did, were they ever given the phone call? What about hiring Bruce Smith? Nope. We've got to hire Andy Reid's bloated son, Nathaniel Hackett, complete disaster on time management. If you look at the entry-level jobs, when somebody comes in, who do you think is a better uh, starting spot, a Jerry Rice or a uh, an Antoine uh, Bolden versus Steve Belichick's son, Steve Belichick that played rugby. It does it doesn't equate. You want the very best in coaching. The NFL has a coaches uh, a players combine to enter the league. They should have a coaches combine where everyone can see the candidates and they're all related to their daddy. Every single one. Most of them, it's daddy's son. And that's not competitive. That's not the very best. But Burpria is going to say it's economics. If you coach in the NFL, you make it up, you're going to make 500000 a million dollars, in doing something you love, or $5 million. And you're going to tell me that uh, the black former players at the entry level wouldn't even want to take the interview because they have something better to do. This is something they've committed for 15 years. It's the most ridiculous comment. And again, he's, Bert Breer is part of the white media establishment that's espousing this nonsense that it's economics that we don't have black coaches. But it's really funny that all these, and I'm not just saying Bert Breer, other commentators they have a thousand answers, a thousand, two thousand. How can Cincinnati and the Buffalo Bills play that game? How can they get that game in? They're going to call. They're going to talk about it and say they could do this, they could do that. What about the playoff format or overtime? They're going to have a thousand solutions. They think about it again. They cover the game they should, but none of them have a solution, a thought on how the very best could be in coaching. How black players could get into coaching and get into the ranks. They don't want to even go there. But yet they cover the sport, but they don't have the analysis on that. They've got the analysis on every little thing. What the uniform should be. Preseason. Burt Breyer talking about whether there should be two preseason games or five. Or the field, or the overtime rules. It's nauseating listening to them talk about all these different situations and they have the answers and and throwing things out the balloon up in the air but they want to talk about racism in sports and they're going to talk about economics it does not hold it does not hold brian flores was bypassed by the new york giants in no world would you bypass a proven head coach versus any assistant 
it doesn't work that way. We all know it. And the fact is that the Giants were 0 for 5 in the last 10 years. They're a marquee franchise. They hired Joe Judge, the immortal Joe Judge, Ben McAdoo, Spagnoli. They went 33 and 64. Eric Bieniemy was around. James Caldwell, Super Bowl coach, winning coach. They bypassed him. That's the problem. You don't hear these statistics from Burt Breer. You don't want to hear them. He's got every statistic, and, I, and, I, and I'm going after Burt Breer because I just heard it ten days ago on the radio, and it's annoying. It's off base. And when people who cover the NFL don't want to give you statistics on this type of stuff, but they want to give you all this rubbish on third down conversions and uh, passer rating all the time with all this sport, uh, everything they back up. And that was the same radio station he was on. It's, it's really interesting. But they have a sports betting show in the morning. And the sports betting show, they were looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers in week six or week five this year. And the uh, talent, on-air talent said, they asked him, well, what about the Steelers versus whoever? And he said, I just don't think Mike Tomlin's a good coach. Uh, excuse me? You don't think Mike Tomlin's a good coach? You had nothing to back it up. See, sports, when commentators say something, they back it up. The other uh, co-host should have said, well, what, where's your stats on that, that you say he isn't a good coach? And, of course, he was 2-4 and four at the time, or 1-4, and four, whatever it was. Again, the Steelers are playing to go 9-8. and eight. Only the great John Madden, George Allen, great coaches, have never had a losing season. Mike Tomlin is a Hall of Fame coach. Anyone who's besmirching him, you'd have to say, unless you had statistics, you're, you're besmirching him because of the color of his skin. Oh, he's a game manager. Mm, interesting comment about Mike Tomlin. He really doesn't know anything about the defense. He doesn't know anything about the offense. That's the innuendo. And this same radio network, radio show, has promoted that Mike Tomlin can't coach. Five years ago, they were saying he was a roll-out-the-balls coach. And then that uh, troubled player Brown, Antonio Brown, comes to the Patriots. And even the great Bill Belichick can't get him under control. Even the great Tom Brady can't rein him in. And they were throwing dirt on Tomlin that he can't control the locker room. <laughs> they never came back. Sports Illustrated uh, a couple years ago said that the Detroit Lions owe James Caldwell an apology. Again, sports, it's all on metrics and analytics. But when you say that Mike Tomlin can't coach in the NFL or he's not a good coach and you don't even back it up with any statistic, nothing, you've got to be kidding. And, and the white co-host just sitting there letting it go. If you said that Pedro Martinez was not great, you'd have to back it up. You'd have to say how. The, the, the person would normally say, what are you talking about? If someone said Wayne Gretzky was not a great hockey player, you'd say back it up. Of course you would, but the Mike Tomlin, not a good coach, just stood there in, in the air. The commentator didn't say, well, what, what stat do you have? And that's the same thing that keeps this perpetuating with the white audience sitting on their couch thinking they're seeing the very best in the NFL. I argue you're not. Is Steve Belichick more cut out for coaching uh, uh, than all those great wide receivers and Anthony Carter 
uh, people that showed us on Sundays or Marcus Allen, their talent that they could read blocks. No, not at the not at the uh, at the entry level. When you're looking at an Andy Reid's 300-pound son comes in for an inter, oh sure, let's hire him. You go through the NFL ranks; it's all daddy's sons. That's not the best. Jack Nicholas, the great golfer, his son is not on the PGA Tour. Michael Jordan's son did not play in the NBA, so it's not. Uh, your family history that dictates it's how hard you're going to work and but you'd have to say again you played in the NFL you're, you're at the starting for an entry-level job you are a better candidate than Andy Reid's son Nathaniel Hackett Kyle Shanahan Steve Belichick the rugby superstar you're better you are better and at the entry level to stop. But that doesn't happen in the NFL. It's a white boys network. And I want to ask the world this. Who's next up for the NFL commissioner? Roger Goodell, you know, you're espousing Black Lives Matter. You're, you, you apologize about the Kaepernick situation. But who are you introducing to the owners? Is it going to be uh, Troy Vincent? Interesting. Or are you, are you promoting... We all know that Adam Silver got his job uh, from David Stewart in the NBA. He was sitting at home. He was the neighbor over Thanksgiving that started out in the NBA. And, of course, he promoted his Duke graduate, his neighbor, into the uh, echelon of the NBA owners. The ruling rule was about introductions. That's what it was about, and it hasn't worked. But you've got to ask yourself, the next NFL commissioner, is it going to be a white guy? That's probably who you're going to get because the owners have to vote on it. This is Rob Russell with Black Laces. Look outside the box. Challenge people. Are you watching the very best? I don't think you are. Have a great day, and I look forward to you.